Hello, welcome one and all to the first edition of my podcast. My name is Tiger Ram Charitar. Along with being a junior goaltender, I'm also a big fan of hockey, as many of you guys know. And I decided that I'm going to start a new podcast here. And what we're going to be going over is the things in hockey, whether it's where junior players are playing, draft, whatever. Anyway, the first thing we're going to do here with the, with our new podcast is we're going to take a look at the worst draft days by teams. Now, the what we're looking at here today is the 2015 NHL draft. And the specific team that we're going to be taking a look at is the Boston Bruins. Now, for those of you who don't know, most of you should know, the 2015 NHL draft is probably one of the strongest drafts that there has ever been. I mean, look, every single player from the first round has already played in the NHL. Every single player who is a forward has scored a goal. At least, at least, yeah, at least uh, one or two goals in the NHL so far. Even defensemen. Um, the only defenseman I can see here is one of the players we're going to be talking about who has not scored a goal yet. And your top three picks of the 2015 NHL draft all have at least 118 points already. And this draft was only five years ago. Now, the first overall pick, obviously, Connor McDavid already has 546 points in the NHL. That's insane to me. This kid is only, he's what, 24? Just turned 24? 23, 24? Connor McDavid is the future of the National Hockey League. He is the guy, you can say he's already in the NHL now. Well, he's not even in his prime yet. Prime, what, 25 to 32? He's going to be... Unreal. Like th- think about how scary he is now coming down on NHL goaltenders. Think about how good he's going to be when he's 27 years old. This guy is going to be a monster. Is he a monster now? Yes. There is no debating. Connor McDavid is the greatest hockey player in the world right now. But think about when he's 27. He's going to be the greatest player. It, personally, in my mind, he's the greatest player to ever play the game. You might say, oh, well, Wayne Gretzky's better, but look at the goalies back in the 1980s. Look at the way hockey was played back in the 1980s. Um, it's a way different game than it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago, where nowadays there's systems. Players are in systems. There's no create. There's creativity when, uh, when you know, there's a loud, but um, back in the 1980s, compared to the 80s, at least, uh, the... Creativity level of plays is much lower. Anyway, let's get on to the draft day disaster. So in 2015, the Boston Bruins managed to get the 13th, 14th, and 15th overall pick. Three straight first round picks. They picked three times in a row. And who did they draft? Well, all three times, I'm pretty sure these guys all went off the board. I don't think that they were ranked anywhere near where they were picked. So they chose... With 13th overall, defenseman from Tolyadi of the Russian Junior League, they chose, sorry, no, uh, from the St. John Sea Dogs of the QMJHL, they selected Jakob Zaborl. Zaborl, so far in his career, has played in 42 games, has recorded zero goals and eight assists, along with 16 penalty minutes. Now, I've been looking at Zaborl for a little bit actually I remember he went he got drafted to the NHL I was a big fan of him he was big bigger defenseman left-handed shot guy um and I thought he was at least gonna be at least at 150 games by now but sometimes things don't always work out in your favor um at 14th overall 
14th overall, the Boston Bruins selected Jake DeBrusque. DeBrusque has been a pretty decent player for the Bruins. Now, um, he's put up 129 points in uh, 234 games so far in his career. This season, he's on a bit of a down... He's a bit of a down year. Uh, he had 43 points in his first year in the NHL in 70 games. 42 points in 68 games in his second year. 27 goals. That's pretty impressive. And then 2019-20, the lockout short... Or sorry, not the lockout. The uh, pandemic shortened season from last year. He had 19 goals, 16 assists, 35 points. This year, 31 games, 4 goals, and 5 assists, 9 points. On a bit of a downward spiral as we speak at the moment. Now at 15th overall, 15th overall, the Boston Bruins selected Zachary Seneshin from the Sioux Greyhounds of the OHL. Seneshin has played 13 games, scored one goal, and two assists for three points. Keep in mind this draft was, what, six years ago? Five, six years ago now, and Seneshin's already 23, 24 years old. The window is closing on Zachary Seneshin. He is the least amount of games played out of any player chosen in the first round of the 2015 NHL draft, including goaltenders, okay? Even Ilya Samsonov has played 42 games. The next lowest amount of games played is Nick Merkley, who has 11 points in 25 games played, if I'm looking at this correctly. Yeah. Uh, Nick Merkley, 25 games played, 3 goals, 8 assists, 11 points. And just above him, Gabriel Carlson with 36 games played, 1 goal, 5 assists, 6 points. Anyway, let's take a look at the players that were drafted after the 15th or 15th overall pick. The next pick of the 2015 NHL draft was Matthew Barzal. Matthew Barzal, 72 goals, 173 assists, 245 points in 280 games played in the NHL. That is a star player. That is a guy that you want to pick in the first round. After the after Matthew Barzal, we have Kyle Connor from the Winnipeg Jets. He has 126 goals, 118 assists, 244 points in 294 games played. Just just those two guys are just is embarrassing. Like thinking that you have Two players here who have less than 100 games played in the NHL. And the next two picks are guys who have already played over 250 games apiece. And the next pick after uh, Kyle Connor was Thomas Chabot by the Ottawa Senators. Chabot has 33 goals, 114 assists, 147 points in 248 games played. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Like, looking at the players that were selected after these guys is just insane to me. Brock Besser, 236 games played, 91 goals, 106 assists, 197 points. Another solid player there. Travis Konechny, 338 games played in the NHL, 92 goals, 121 assists, 213 points. It is mind-blowing to me the Boston Bruins didn't pick up on at least one of these guys. Even after that, Anthony Beauvillier, uh, 323 games played, 75 goals, 71 assists, 146 points. Like, uh, it's honestly, I've said this before, but it's mind-boggling to me that the Boston Bruins could not pick up on these players who were just 
like, even looking at the second round, you have guys like, wasn't, yeah, Sebastian Ajo, 139 goals, 165 assists, 304 points, and 355 games played. Travis Dermott, 198 games played in the NHL already, 11 goals, 35 assists, 46 points. Christian Fisher, 256 games played. Jordan Greenway, 199 games played, 80 points. Rupe Hintz, just out of, came out of nowhere, well, last season or season before that, 92 points and 150 games played already in the NHL. He was second, third place in the Dallas Stars in scoring, if I'm not mistaken. Vince Dunn, 32 goals, 69 assists, 101 points, and 265 games played. Rasmus Anderson, 205 games played, 10 goals, 47 assists, 57 points. It, it, it gets worse as you go down the list. Anthony Sorelli, who's a third-round pick, he's one of the best two-way forwards in the NHL. One of the best offensive forwards in the NHL right now is Anthony Sorelli. If you look at his stats, his advanced stats, he's one of the better defensive or two-way forwards in the National Hockey League. I was lucky enough to watch Sorelli play when he played for the Austrian Generals. I remember watching this kid in the 2015, 14-15 season when he came in as a walk-on. Nobody knew who this guy was, and he put up 36 points in his rookie year in the NHL. That's pretty impressive. Anyway, he has 208 games played, 49 goals, and 116 points. Again, great hockey player that I would much rather have than a guy like Zaboral or a guy like Seneshin. Fourth round pick, 99th overall, Austin Wagner, 162 games played and 40 points. Not amazing, not horrible. Dennis Mulgan even, 192 games played, 60 points. And you, you've got guys selected in the fifth round, sixth round, you, sorry, in the seventh round. You guys drafted in the seventh round of this draft that have more games played than I'm pretty sure all their players combined they selected in the first round. Marks Nudavara, 265 games played, 17 goals, 51 assists for 68 points. Seventh round pick, Matt Roy. 126 games played, 8 goals, 25 assists, 33 points. Another 7th round pick. It's just... You got guys in the 6th round, like Andrew uh, Majapani. Megapani, however you say it. 167 games played, 37 goals, 67 points. Mason Appleton, 17 goals, 21 assists, and 38 points in 127 games. Just looking at the games played. Not even looking at the points, just the games played. It's embarrassing the Boston Bruins could not draft one of these players. Even a guy like John Marino, he was one of the, he was kind of a guy that kind of came out of nowhere. I wouldn't really say kind of nowhere, but he kind of just, nobody really knew who he was until last season, and he just ripped it up. I'm pretty sure he had like 27 points as a rookie defenseman, which is pretty impressive. He's had 98 games, played with 8 goals, 27 assists, 35 points. You also got guys like Vladislav Gurikov, a guy I've never even heard of before, Seven goals, 19 assists, 26 points in 167 games. I, I, I Troy Terry, Adam Godet, both guys who have played over 100, 120 or more games in the NHL. Dominic Simon. These guys are all fifth-round picks. In the fifth round alone, we have one, two, three, four, five players. We have five players from the fifth round alone that have played at least 120 games in the National Hockey League. And every single one of these guys has at least 31 points. That's more points than Zaboral and Sinishin combined. 
Like, Ethan Bear is the lowest point from the fifth round of the 2015 NHL draft. From players who have played at least 120 games in the NHL, Ethan Bear is the lowest point scorer with 31 points in 122 games. The next lowest scorer, again with at least 120 games played, is uh, Dominic Simon. Six, or sorry, not, not, not Dominic Simon. Rudolph's, uh, sorry, he's uh, he's 82 games played. <laughs> um, yeah, the next lowest point scorer is four, uh, 44 points. Troy Terry, 120 games played. Kirill Kaprizov was, was a seventh round pick in this draft. He has 38 points so far in 45 games. So, I just want to take a step back and... Think about how good the Boston Bruins would have been if they had Sebastian Ajo. Just, just think about this for a minute. Regardless if they could have kept him under the cap or not, probably not, knowing how good these players are. Think about how good the Boston Bruins would have been. Imagine if you had Thomas Chabot, Thomas Chabot, uh, Tory Krug, Zidane Chara, Charlie McAvoy, who else do they have on there for the defense right now? I, I I don't really follow the Bruins, but just those four guys alone, that'd be probably the best decor in the entire National Hockey League, looking at it. Adding a guy like Kyle Connor, imagine adding Matthew Barzal to the Boston Bruins lineup right now. Like, imagine Matthew Barzal being your second-line center, your first line, obviously, Patrice Bergeron, but imagine Matthew Barzal as your second-line center. And having, imagine if you put Matthew Barzal and Kyle Connor together. Or put Brock Besser and Matthew Barzal together. Or Sebastian Ajo and Matthew Barzal together. Think about any combination of those players would tear up the National Hockey League. You wouldn't even be fair. I The Boston Bruins, they're a good ho- ho- organization, of course. You know, they're one of the oldest teams in the NHL. They are a solid team. They have a good team. They have guys like it. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine having David Pasternak, Pasternak, however you say it, Kyle Connor, Matthew Barzal, Thomas Chabot, Patrice Bergeron, Tuka Rask, um, Brad Marchand. Like, imagine a roster that looked like that. That team would be a powerhouse. Would they win a Stanley Cup? Again, hockey's a game of nothing is certain. Other than someone's going to win and someone's going to lose every single game. Will they win a st- I think if you put that team together, they would have the highest chance to win a Stanley Cup out of any team in the NHL. Even I think that team would even beat even be the Leafs. I personally am a Montreal Canadiens fan, but I... Of course, I'm going to rip on the Leafs being a Canadiens fan, but the Leafs' offense is one of the best offense in the NHL. I will give them that. They have Austin Matthews. They have William Nylander. They have John Tavares. They have Mitch Marner. Their defense is where they need to bulk up. They, their top six forwards, their top two D are fine. It's once you get to the bottom six forwards and the bottom four D that you need to bulk up. It, it just Even having this Boston Bruins team, like, look at their bottom six right now. Who's who's on the Boston Bruins bottom six? Like if we just take a look right here, um, I'm looking at uh, the Boston Bruins roster right now. 
Brad Marchand is so these are your first first liners, of course. You Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, David Krejci, Craig Smith, Charlie McAvoy, Nick Ritchie, who's having a pretty good season this year as well, 20, 20, 20 points in forty four games. Charlie Coyle's having an off season, but just looking at this roster, if you threw Thomas Chabot, Brock Besser. And Matthew Barzell of this lineup say. How good would that team be? How dominant would this team be, not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs? They have um, Charlie McAvoy. He's an offensive defenseman. Imagine if you had Nick, imagine, sorry, if you had Thomas Chabot to go along with Charlie McAvoy. Just imagine how many offensively amazing seasons both these guys would have together. Especially if you got a guy like Thomas Jabot feeding the puck up to, you know, Brad Marchand, who has 55 points in 42 games. Just imagine how dangerously offense, like how, sorry, how offensively dangerous that team would be. Just for a minute. Just try and sit there and picture those guys in Bruins, like guys like Besser and Kyle Connor in Bruins uniforms. Just for a minute, I try to imagine that. So, in conclusion, the Boston Bruins goofed on the 2015 NHL draft. They completely, when I say they completely goofed, they did get Jake DeBrusque, but he's falling off. Nine points in 31 games this season. And Zabor with the eight points, forty games played. He's not living up to the thirteenth overall pick hype. Senishin, three points in thirteen games, not terrible. But at the same time, he hasn't played enough to know if he's gonna be a bust. I think now it's getting to that time to be able to list these guys as busts. It's up to you guys to decide. Personally, I think the Boston Bruins, this is probably the worst example of you know, not drafting well that I've ever seen in my life. Um, anyway, up for you guys to decide amongst yourselves. Thank you for joining the podcast. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Goodbye.